anybody pumping, they need to be doing the pumping equation. And what that is, is having the right pump, flange, products, and schedule. That is what every single pumping plan involves on my platform. Hey ladies, you're listening to the Mom Talks with Krista podcast. No matter where you're at in your mom and journey, we've got you covered. Each week we share insightful interviews from experts to everyday moms covering all aspects of motherhood. Really, no topic is off the table. You'll find honest conversations that help accomplish one key issue, getting rid of mom shaming. So if you want a judgment-free, open conversation, buckle your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. This is Mom Talks with Krista. You're listening to episode 114 of the Mom Talks with Krista podcast. Thanks for joining me this week, guys. I hope you are having a great week so far. Today on the podcast, I have Dr. Diana Dixon, who's talking all about pumping education. She's from Pump With Purpose on Instagram, and we'll get to that in just a minute. First, I have some very important, very important. So if you have distractions right now, maybe pause this and come back to it. No, I just want to make sure you don't miss out on it. But I have very important updates and I want to keep this as positive and honest as possible. Although it's a little sad for me to say, because there's just so many changes kind of going around that I'm still figuring out myself, but I love keeping you guys in the light because you are, you're the community. You're my community. You're the people that mean so much to us and we see the impact every day. And I just love being a part of this community. So I'm just going to go right into it. So the Mom Talks to Krista show is taking a slight hiatus for the time being. This will be the last show for a little little while. So with my maternity leave coming up, um, as of today, I'm 31 weeks. So in the single digit for weeks or until my due date. So I'm trying to plan a lot for my time away with work, planning for the baby and scheduling interviews and content around that is a lot. (laughs) And not to get too much into my work and stuff, but there's a lot of stuff outside of the show that I also do with the social media platforms, the content, and now being tied with other brands. There's there's just a lot going on. But of course, I'm not going anywhere and I still want to connect with you guys in this amazing community. And like I said, it's just a little hiatus. I have a lot of plans coming up. So be sure, first and foremost, be sure to make sure you're following Mommy Knows Best on Instagram and TikTok. I'm there regularly. I'm still going to be recording all the content there and posting things as well as La Vie Mom. Both of these brands are going to be like high priority. I'll have a lot of content there and coming up with some new fun stuff every single week, Um, whether that's educational content, trendy reels, answering questions, and so much more. So as for the podcast and show updates, if you've been a loyal um, listener or follower for a while, you know that we've had this show for like three years now. It's been a podcast, I think, for about two. So I'm working on a rebrand that will be completely my own. I'm going to be sharing more about my personal side of things away from these brands as kind of like my own project. So this will be kind of like a little side job, I guess you would say. Um, so follow me at Hey Soul Krista on my Instagram and TikTok. 
for updates on this. I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. You guys mean too much to me. So I'd love to connect with you. So for updates on the rebrand, updates on the show, just connect with to connect with me in the meantime, please follow me at Hazel Krista. Um, I'm planning on covering very similar topics, obviously motherhood, um, breastfeeding, postpartum, health, but I also want to focus a little bit more on sharing what's really important to me, my personal side of things. And you're going to hear more like personal stories and personal takes. And then there's going to be, of course, guests on the show as often as I can. But just give me a little, little different spin, a little bit of a rebrand. And then in addition to those other ways to follow us, make sure you're in our Facebook group and our peanut pod group called Mom Talks with Krista. Facebook group is New Mom breastfeeding more Facebook group by mommy and it was best. And then the mom talks with Krista show on peanut pod. You can find all the links in the show notes. Those are for just a great conversation and great community. So don't freak out. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be still around on those platforms, but it is, it is sad for sure. I I'd be lying if I said I didn't spend some time like very emotional about this. I'm also pregnant. Well, you know this, but so hormones, you know, it's a lot to handle. There's so many changes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? Um, the show's just been a really big part of my life for the last, you know, three and a half years. So with all that being said, it's not a goodbye. It's a see you later on this platform, this particular platform and kind of rebranding and kind of finding my own voice with this all, especially as exciting to me as I'm kind of well, I am starting my motherhood journey. And so this is a really exciting thing. I'm excited for changes. Changes can be very scary. We all know, but yeah, so we're going to be, we're going to be positive. We're going to be excited for this change and we're going to see what's going to come of it. Okay. On to today's interview with Dr. Diana Dixon, all about pumping education. Um, If you have any questions about pumping, she is your girl. I felt so informed after talking to her, especially as an expecting mom myself. She's got all the knowledge. I mean, she's got everything about pumping. So I cannot wait to hear what you guys think about this episode. Here it is, my interview with Dr. Diana Dixon. All right, guys, today on the podcast, we have Dr. Diana Dixon, and I cannot stop smiling. We had such an amazing conversation talking all about pumping education, but it was so much more than that. I'm feeling so empowered right now. So if you could use some empowerment or get really in tune with yourself, I highly suggest you listen to her. Just, you know, currently being pregnant, I have so many questions about pumps and how to pump. Like it can be kind of overwhelming. And talking with her, I just felt such an ease and like, I feel empowered in my own choices, my own journey. And she has so many resources she offers as well. And I just, I don't want to give too much away because she is just a force to be reckoned with. And I just can't wait for you guys to listen. So here is my interview with Dr. Diana Dixon. Enjoy. I'm so excited to talk about this topic, pumping education. I feel like it's one of those topics where moms have so many questions, and so I couldn't wait to have you on and share. But first, before we get to that, can you just tell us a little bit about you and what you do, and then we'll kind of go from there. Great. So my name is Dr. Diana Dixon. I am the owner of Pump With Purpose, LLC. Just got trademarked, so I'm so excited about that. I got the notification this week, so I'm very excited. But I am the owner of Pump With Purpose. This is a global lactation practice. I touch families all across the world. So I started back on May 31st of 2021. Literally, 
on my weaning journey. So I have been pumping now over three years and I was struggling with weaning last year around about my two two year mark. And I was really struggling. I was well approaching two years and everyone that I've always helped people all of everyone that knows me, like if it's pumping, you're talking to me. Right. And I was like, you write a book, you should write a book. And I was like, I'm not a, the best at writing. Like I love to talk because I, sometimes I'm very direct and I say so much stuff in love and it comes off so much easier when I'm able to talk. So I literally created Pump With Purpose. I got, you know, the LLC done and I was just like, I want to help families learn how to pump. Like no one is out here taking their time, teaching people how to pump. You can find consultants all across lactation professionals all across the globe that will teach you about nursing. But who's actually pulling up for pumping families, teaching them all about these devices that no one knows a lot about? Who's out here telling you how to pump based on your body, not focusing on press this button, press that program, do this, do that. Literally, stepping back from all of that and teaching people how to pump. I have well over 200 products sitting behind me and in an ottoman here and in an ottoman over there, full of pumping products that I've collected throughout my journey. So I was like, why not use this opportunity to teach people? So I have reviews all over. I'm now on 11 platforms, 11. I'm not even going to like all the main ones like Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, TikTok, Peanut. I Amazon. I I just, I can't even keep going. So I'm on 11. I may even be 12 now, but yes, LinkedIn. I just joined LinkedIn. Yes. And I just got a clubhouse account. So I think I'm up to 12. And I literally just want to, if people are pumping, I want to be the household name. If you're pumping, people need to know that they need to talk to Pump With Purpose. I've created a community within all of my platforms. I answer every single message, every single DM. I am a wife I am a mom of two. I'm a doctor of public administration, a certified lactation counselor, and a certified breastfeeding specialist. I make pumping my goal. So I either help exclusive pumping families or people that want to that nurse and want to add pumping to their journey. So I want to be very clear. I do not assist with nursing. I do not assist with latch. But if you want to add pumping to your journey, I'm all about helping you to know how to do so. So I'm so happy to be here today. I'm so happy to talk about all things pumping. And my slogan is, of course, I help you reach your pumping goals. But I want to normalize pumping and let the world know that we pump with purpose. Yes, I love that. I love it because you're so passionate. I can tell how passionate you are about helping moms and women. And I, I'm so curious, like, where does this passion come from? Where did your kind of like pumping journey start? And did that kind of lead you into everything you're doing now? Everything. And I mean, everything. So my first son was born. He was perfect pregnancy. Like I literally ate healthy. I did everything right. So when we got to the hospital, my water, when they broke my water, I dilated up to three centimeters. But when they went to break my water, we discovered that my son had pooped in the sack. So when we started the Pitocin, his heart rate couldn't keep up. And literally he said, if it drops three times, we're going to have to go emergency C-section. So we went in emergency C-section. He was born, delivered by emergency C-section. He inhaled the meconium. His lungs collapsed at birth. He had to be resuscitated at birth. My NICU, I was luckily and blessed to be born, him to be born at one of the best NICU hospitals in the country. So five NICU rooms, wards full of NICU families. And he literally had to be um, resuscitated the 
operating room went from like three people to like 20 people all at once. My husband's in tears. I'm just on the table. Like, don't even know what's going on in front of me. So from there, my husband went with my son to my NICU, to the NICU. He was given formula at birth just to stay up with that. And no one told me anything. I mean, I didn't know if I was there in the recovery room to start hand expressing, to start, you know, trying to just stimulate the breast in any way. Took a while to get up to my room to get near a pump. No one came in my room to tell me how to use the pump, show me how to use the pump. I'm in wrong flange sizes, like literally... I was like, oh my gosh. So then I wanted to nurse. We tried. My son was tongue-tied and lip-tied. So we got those released. But for three months, I struggled with my nursing journey. Lactation professional, the lactation professional, all about, you know, what to do with nursing. No one told me anything about pumping. I literally just found my way. I have, you know, the 240 minute rule, if you're in pumping, um, even on the mom groups, I don't pretend to create it in any way. I learned about it from mom groups. 240 minute rule is pumping every three hours for 30 minutes. And I did that for the first 12 weeks. Uh, Well, the first time I tried, I was all the things that I helped moms uncover and learn from now. And literally three months I struggled. I was pumping well over 40 ounces a day, well enough for my children, my son to eat but literally still struggle and struggle with the nursing loss, mourning my nursing relationship for three months. And then one day I put my son in front of my breast and I was like, I'm going to try again. My husband's like, why are you doing this to myself to yourself? I was like, I'm supposed to be nursing. I'm supposed to be like, you know, you have your life playing down in front of you and like, no one tells you motherhood goes nothing like you plan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm supposed to be. And I put my, I was getting ready to nurse again. And my son laughed at me. I mean, laughed. I oh mean, chuckling and, and just cooing and all the things. And I'm like, this boy is laughing at me. I never tried to nurse him a day again, another day again in life. And so my second son was born, clean as a whistle, perfect. He did, he was tongue-tied and lip-tied, but like I was, I loved pumping. So I, I I may have tried maybe once to nurse, maybe, but like no mom guilt, no mom shame, none of that. We went on, I know my second journey, tandem pumping for both of my boys producing um, at the height, not now, at the height, well over 50 ounces a day. Feeding, feeding both of my sons. So I would feed my youngest, whatever I made, I would save a bag a day. And then I gave my my older son, my toddler, because I got pregnant with my second son at nine months. I was like feeling guilty that I didn't, you know, I had enough milk saved for 12 months though. But, you know, so I was like, let me just, and then he accepted the milk. And so even now I split the milk between whatever I'm making a day between both of them. And I'm going three years. I created a platform to help women realize that we can do what we need to do on our own terms, not someone else's terms. So when people pull up, I'm like, what do you want for your journey? Do you know how many people don't know that? That answer to that question, no one's ever asked them that. How is that possible? They never thought about it. So from offering prenatal care, postnatal care, all centered around pumping, respecting people if they want to nurse, however they want to feed their baby. But I just believe that if pumping is in the mix, I want to be right there with them. I love that. That reminded me of like this video I saw today where she was talking about how so many moms say, well, what should I do? What should I do without asking themselves, well, what do I want to do? Or what do I see for myself versus what should I do based on like a textbook or what someone else is telling me to do? So I love that you say that. So let's kind of start with the basics. You know, we see a lot of questions about pumping, you know, am I doing it right? How do I do it? So kind of starting with the basics, 
how to pump? How would you kind of introduce it to someone that's never done it before or maybe confused by it? So my background um, outside of lactation is in finance. Um, I got my master's undergrad degree, bachelor's degree in finance, my master's degree is in finance. So every lot of things in my platform is literally tied to math. Um, the 240 minute rule there every two, um, three hours for 30 minutes. And now what I've come up with is what I'm coining um, the pumping equation for me. Anybody pumping, they need to be doing the pumping equation. And what that is, is having the right pump, flange, products, and schedule. That is what every single pumping plan involves on my platform. No herbal supplements involved. No, you know, trying to tell someone to tell you, oh, press this button on this, press that button. No, it's literally teaching you how to pump based on your body. All people need are four things. So to go for each of those, the right pump. There's so many pumps on the market. I got 60 plus behind me right now. So let me be clear. I am the breast pumping expert. I know pumps. I strategically, a lot of people think that I was gifted. I have been gifted some pumps, but I own like well over 20 before I even started Pump with Purpose. I was that that was like, oh, this came out. I need to have it. Is this going to help me? I need to have it. So I like collected so much stuff well, way more pumps have been, I've purchased myself spending thousands of dollars. I have had some gifted to me. I'm not going to lie um, just to try them out, but I've purchased a lot, right? Always trying to have the latest and the greatest. I've intricately studied how pumps work, how they work. When someone tells me what they're looking for, if they've already bought a pump, they don't even know like what they like, what they don't like. I kind of ask those questions. They don't know. I kind of like really like a customizable pump. People think that I don't like wearables or smaller motor pumps. They watch my platform and like, I'm okay with them, but they have a place in the journey. I like a customizable pump that someone can figure out what their body likes. If they like a faster suction, if they like a slower suction, they like a stronger suction or a weaker suction. When pumps determine it for you, you don't even know what your journey is going to look like because you can't decide for yourself. So pump is very important to me with a with a, what I call a workhorse pump, something that can be customized. There are so many pumps that can be customized. Then I go from insurance, right? So I have someone that has insurance and they have a list of pumps they want to purchase from. So we go through that, figure out what's on the list. I talk about each pump. Some of them are plug in the wall pumps, which I'm going to let the cat out the bag, y'all. I don't like pumps that have to be plugged into a wall because if I'm pumping, I need to be moving. So people are like, I don't want to be a plugged in the wall all the time. I don't want you plugged in the wall either. So I don't like pumps that have to be plugged in the wall. So I like rechargeable pumps. Um, they are all kinds of double electric pumps. Some pump faster, some pump slower, some have a long pull, some pumps don't, some pumps just all kinds of things. So trying to really figure out what someone wants for their journey. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Then flange size is next. <sighs> I don't even want to get started on the flange size, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the critical pump is first, then flange size. You have to have the correct flange size. So I walk people through how to flange size themselves on their own journey for themselves. That is one thing that I call proprietary for me because it's so, because everyone's nipples are different. Mm -hmm. So you can't just go and be like, I just bought this and like, or someone told me to do this or they buy some piece of equipment that skips numbers or they're like using a caliper or using a straight edge ruler. And I'm like, I'm a lactation professional and I can't tell you when the little lines are on the ruler and like you add and you do like, that's so complicated. So I'm all about helping people really figure out and nipples look different. They all, some of them have different 
they're just different. They're different sizes, they're different shapes. And I allow women to show up, create a judgment-free, comfortable place where they can actually, and I teach them how to, to do it. If you're a lactation professional and they just size you, what you going to do in a few months or a little bit when uh, you're not that size anymore? You don't even know what they just did. I teach because everything for me is virtual. I'm a global lactation practicing clients all across the world on every single continent except Antarctica. So I teach them how to franchise themselves. But guess what? When they pull up and then they have a friend that needs help, they say, go see Pomo Perfect. I don't know. Like they know how to do things personalized on their journey, but then they say, get you the personalized care. I have families that are gifting other people gift cards to pull up to get the care. Like I get so emotional at like people really do exist in a world that want people to have the best journeys possible. They recognize quality care. Like I'm no BS. Like anyone can say, some people question like lactation care and all the things, right? But when someone pulls up, like people are like, something's so different about you. Yeah, because I'm actually here for you. No one can buy me. No one can tell me like, oh, can you promote this product for me? First of all, I only promote products that I actually own and use. And I tell you pros and cons about everything. I never say I hate a product because let's be real. Someone's going to be out here with that exact same product and questioning the use of them using the product when everyone's body is different. I got people that are being told this pump is horrible. And I got people making 60 ounces a day on this same exact pump. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm really finding out what people are looking for. Then third are pumping products. Yes, there are 200. Do you need 200 products? No. People pull up for a 30 minute. That's the minimum pumping plan for me. You get the exact plan, pumping plan on what you need. And they pull up and we go through different products, right? Are you having sore nipples? Are you having clogged ducts? Are you looking to empty faster? Um, Are you using nipple creams? Are you using nipple sprays? What? The third most important thing after pump and flange size, you know what it is? I don't know. Pump bra. People are out here holding their fists. People are here using tube top bras. People are out here not feeling beautiful about themselves. I like to match people have well over... 20 plus bras in my inventory to help women find pumping bras. Because guess what? Nursing bras allow for nursing, but all pumping bras allow for pumping and nursing. Mm-hmm. So it's very, pumping is inclusive. It includes nursing in every single pumping bra, but nursing bras do not include pumping. So it's a dismissive people out here buying nursing bra nurse. If you need to pump, what you going to do? You got to do a nursing hack that like tilt your flanges up, all the things, right? So I love a good pumping bra. I'm helping women find bras that are so beautiful for their bodies. Like, so the significant other can look at them and not see this hideous thing in front of them. Like we do not have to lose ourselves because we pump. We do not have to lose ourselves because we are a mom. We can literally find ways to help pumping fit into our life and still feel beautiful about ourselves. So then finally is schedule. Schedule is very easy and hard at the same time. I never pick a schedule for someone. I say every three hours for the first, for 30 minutes for the first 12 weeks. First of all, after 12 weeks, then your supply regulates. So then it depends on what your body's producing. For example, someone is making 30 ounces a day. But if a baby's taken in 25, that's perfect. They have an oversupply. But if have babies at 32 to 35, oh, you have an undersupply and you are struggling. So just telling someone, oh, just drop a pump, drop this, drop that, and you never see what supply is versus what baby's taking in, no one can do that. Or I need to pump, what schedule do I pick? 
Okay, I say you should do 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 p.m., something like that. Let's say you can't pump at one o'clock every day because you happen to have something to take your older child to. So why would anyone pick one o'clock to pump at? You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Make sure that schedule pumping should fit into your life to me. That's when people show up. That's when people do it. Somebody hits me up at one o'clock because that was my pumping schedule. Oh, you're not going to see me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, see me afterwards, or I'm going to be pumping on the way to seeing you. But one o'clock is one of my pumping times. And I took it very seriously. Then I pump and feed at the same time. So I got my children to align with my pumping schedule so I could get life done. It was miserable for those first 30 minutes. And when we're pumping and feeding and feeding, bottle feeding, I should say. But after that, I got two and a half hours between sessions. So that's on the pumping side. Then I have nursing families that pull up because who's telling people how to nurse and pump successfully? Do you know how many people are being told, like, they won't even tell them how to pump. They just explicitly say nurse, nurse, nurse. Do you, if you, mm-hmm. people understand where my passion comes from, because I hate when people are like, they won't even teach them how to pump. They won't even tell them how to add pumping to their journey. That's the assumption that every baby knows how to nurse well. And let me be the bearer of bad news. Every baby does not know how to nurse well. It's the reality of it all. So no one is teaching them how to pump to protect their supply while they're trying to get baby back to breast. Let me be real. I don't care how people feed their baby. I don't care if they feed them by nursing, pumping, formula, SNS, cup, spoon, all the things. But I need to make sure you are protecting your supply. That's the part that's missing in the journey is no one is telling people how to protect their supply while they're trying to reach their goals. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I love, I love how you meet people and you empower them so they can take the tools and apply it to their own life because you made such a, such an important statement about how so many people these days just kind of say, here's the textbook, follow this, take it and run And, you know, come back and need me again and not really like, how can you use these tools to empower yourself in your journey? Um, So it's amazing the work you do. Thank you. And I just have to say, when people pull up here, I tell them all the time, you're not going to find anything you find on Google over here. So people, I I offer 15 minute sessions, 30 minute sessions and 60 minute sessions. Sometimes people, they need to learn if they can trust me. And I get it. You know, I'm just some girl to just pop. People ask me, you just like popped up on the scene. I did just pop up on the scene. I did. And I branded myself in a way. I am a business major. um, So I branded myself, but I popped up on the scene and I did not come here to play any games. I didn't come here. I have great relationships. Don't get me wrong. It's an amazing lactation professionals to keep each other grounded and all the things. But what I talk about, you're not going to find on Google. You're not going to be able to Google it because it is so personalized based on someone's body. When people pull up, they're like, I actually get action steps. I actually get a plan. Yes. You don't get this thing you read and says, pump for five minutes. Then go. Oh, you don't get that over here. You actual action steps. This, if this doesn't work, we go to plan B. If this doesn't work. People are so surprised at how fast I give people two weeks when working with me, two weeks. Because of course, I would love to find everyone prenatally. They will pull up pregnant and I would teach them all about pumping. When they do, I get a lot more success by two weeks in. Some people are already creating oversupplies in nine days. Like literally, I can't, the things people are doing is just absolutely amazing. But then you got to know how to manage it. So they got to understand you want this milk, but then you can't just go think you're going to go and pump four times a day either. So, but prenatally or I catch them in the first couple of weeks, I do get the most success. 
But I've helped people as far along as 11 months to be able to increase their supply because all our body needs to do is hopefully barring any underlying conditions is be tricked into giving more milk. And that is from pumping more, using the right franchise. People are, I'm not, I've had to help people and it's the biggest thing in my, I literally, we have crying together at this point, 36 flange size down to an 18. Wow. 20 millimeters because people are putting people into flanges that are way too big for their body. I have never, ever sized well over 100 to 200 clients a month. I've never sized anyone to this day past a 24 ever. Not one time, not saying that no one ever exists that will be that. Mm-hmm. I just at them yet. So people are being told all the wrong things just because they're just like, go pump, go do this. Bye. See you later. You know, who's going to see you after you leave the hospital? You gonna go find a nurse that told you to do that. You wouldn't even know how to find her at the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Unless you go have another baby. But I really want people to understand that you really have to get personalized care to get the most success. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's like, that's one of the almost issues with some social media channels now is because they just put out blanket statements for everything. I mean, I mean, even outside of like breastfeeding and pumping, it's like, there's like weight loss and they'll be like, eat this many calories, do eat this kind of food. And it's like, it's different for everybody is different and we can't just have blanket statements. What works for her is not going to work for her necessarily. I agree. And I always tell people the best resources and the worst resources are social media, right? Because especially in lactation, people get on pages and they want to show them milk and I'm okay. You know, I, you know, I want to normalize freezer stashes too. Like it's not a bad thing if that's what you want. I actually wanted a freezer stash. So I don't ever shame anyone for wanting it. Right. But people have to understand they want to go and replicate someone else's journey and think they're going to get the same results. First of all, most of the time people have more than one child. Okay. Then second of all, you don't know what they did. They could have hyperlactation. They, you know what I'm saying? They could have a natural oversupply. Like me, I know that I could not pump like I should at the beginning, but I want the most. Some people want long-term pumping. Talk to me and see if these people are even pumping at two years. They're not because they're telling you to do things that are not going to be conducive sometimes to people to even make it to age one. Like, by then, milk supply is going down. Things are, because people are like, you don't need a schedule. You don't need to do this. How? How are you going to know consistently if something's going on, if your supply is going to decrease? You need to be actively monitoring it. It's not something you just blindly put on at the pump and then just close your eyes and like do all the other things. You got to pay attention. You got to understand what's happening with your milk supply. That's the only way when women are in tune with their body and they know what their body likes, it is so much easier to figure out what they're doing when they're pumping. I promise. I tell my clients all the time and then we hear what mommy knows best, right? So like mommy talks, so mom talks. So, you know, I know at the end of the day, guess what? Pumping is a lot like other things we do when we have fun. When we are in tune with ourselves, in tune with their bodies, we actually can have more fun. Does that make sense? Totally. I think it kind of goes just to like, I mean, we hear it so many times about, you know, being in tune with our bodies is going to help us connect to our bodies a little bit more, be more present. For someone listening, like, how can they, you know, what kind of steps can they take to be more in tune, you know, especially, you know, stress of a new mom, I'd be thinking of a million things. So how, what are some like techniques to kind of get that? But first and foremost, the easiest thing is your pump settings, right? 
finding your ideal pump settings. When you find your ideal pump settings, milk flows and goes, right? So once you feel bigger out, if you like a faster setting, a slower setting, a comfortable setting. Comfortable to me means people think higher suction equals more milk and it doesn't, okay? Comfortable to me means I'm talking to you right now. I could be hooked up to the pump and I wouldn't even know I'm pumping. It doesn't mean too low where you don't feel a thing, but it also doesn't mean too high where you're like clenching and like mm-hmm. wait, taking those deep breaths guess what? It inhibits your letdowns from happening. So the more relaxed people are, the guy to injure. I understand. That's why I like to pump and feed at the same time because your baby's going to usually be quiet during that time. I pump and feed one bottle ahead. So when I pumped at four, that was my bottle for seven. So at 7 a.m., I would get ready. The bottle would stay on the counter and then we would go and I would pump and feed at the same time. So I have more quiet time, pace bottle feeding, all of those things. But I'm more in tune. Even when I go back to work, when I went back to work, guided imagery, having my child's blanket or pictures. I was a big picture person. And don't judge me because we hear and we talking as moms, right? I recorded a video of my, my son crying, right? Because you in the office and you think your baby's right there crying. Like, I just got chills just now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in tune with their bodies. And I hate when people say, you're not going to have a relationship, you know, if you're not nursing. No, you can. You can. Our babies don't care. They love us regardless. Mine are four and three, four and a half and three now. They're 18 months apart. If my youngest could be like attached to me 24 hours a day, he would be. But when I was, you know, I would watch videos of them. I would have pictures in my phone. Um, Some of the pump bags, they have like a place you can put in a picture of your children. Just being quiet, solace, at least while you're trying to hone in. And I understand that's not going to be every single pump. Let's be real. Sometimes I got to be washing the dishes, right? But when I can sit down, I can relax. I can like get a moment or when the significant other comes home, here's baby. I'm going to go pump, right? I've been other people to be involved in these new age. Let me take, can I, can I take a moment and pause for the, for the significant others out here in the world, the partners out here. Let me tell you, I'll be on a console. My husband, I love him to death. He's not the type. He was not involved in my pumping journey, but he does other ways and other things that made me happy needed him to be, he didn't show up in that way. Right. But that wasn't what I needed. No one was touching my milk. Cause if you're going to drop some milk on the floor, it's going to be me. Okay. And I can tell you about these, these husbands, these fathers, these significant others, these partners, they are showing up and showing out in these pumping streets. Let me tell you, I'm on a call. They're like, babe, can you go get my parts? And they're like washing the parts from the coming over and handing it to them and putting it together. Or they're behind them. And while she's talking to me, he has the the baby. And I'm like, look at these. Like, people are missing. I see women that show up each and every day in two weeks. They're smiling, y'all. They are smiling. And you want to know why? Because they have a support system. I have men. The mom will show up to the appointment, don't even know she has an appointment. He's booked the appointment, fields out the information, and she literally just shows up to get the care that she deserves. So can we tell those stories out here mm-hmm. of the men that are shown partners, whatever inclusive nature it is, whoever it is, is showing up in these streets, being a part of the journey and the people that are pulling up, they're much more happier. They look like glamour queens. I'm like, we got makeup on, hair done. Why do you do that? At? Like, I am so happy and proud to have all these people that show up each and every day. And I'm like, yes, it just, it fills my heart with so much joy. Cause like, those are the stories that aren't told that like people think the moms just walk around here and we just look a hot mess all the time. Yes. 
do look a hot mess some of the time, but some of the time I get my life together, like right now. And I'm like, yes, we get our lives together too. And it's okay to be both. We don't have to be a hot mess all the time. We don't have to be a beauty queen all the time. But we have to find ourselves in the midst of all of this because we got 18 plus years with these little ones that we have. So we got to find a way to find ourselves in the midst of the chaos. This podcast is sponsored by Mommy Knows Best. Are you looking for a lactation cookie that's not only effective but tastes good? Mommy Knows Best offers an assortment of lactation cookies, brownies, and our newest ready-to-eat lactation cookies, perfect for our on-the-go moms. We offer six different flavors, including a dairy and gluten-free option. And let me tell you guys, you would not even know it's dairy and gluten-free unless someone told you. It's it's so good. Mommy Knows Best empowers all moms with the tools and resources necessary to give your newborn the best start in life. With an assortment of lactation treats and supplements that contain all natural herbal remedies, traditionally and effectively used for generations to treat low milk supply. Whether you're a new mom or a pro, Mommy Knows Best gives you plenty of options, all of which are created with the health and safety of both baby and mom in mind. Right now, Mommy Knows Best is offering 20% off when you use the code MOMTALKS at mommyknowsbest.com. That's M-O-M-T-A-L-K-S for 20% off. Yes, I love that. And you brought up an amazing point that I actually get a lot of questions about is, how can my partner get more involved and support? It's like a very willing, supportive partner, but they feel almost helpless. Like, oh, they're breastfeeding. So I'm not, I can't pump for them. I can't breastfeed for them. So you named some really good examples, but what are some other ways that partners can get involved in this? Listen, wash, like, I mean, washing pump parts I've seen has been very helpful. Also, some people, if they are nursing, right, pumping is a little bit easier because you have to bottle feed as well. Like, there's no way around that. So the partner can bottle feed the dads. Or like, first of all, they're getting up in the middle of the night with the babies when they wake up and letting the mom have an extra four-hour ex stretch of sleep or whatever it is for them and their family. Like, like the mom is looking forward to that time. So my, my husband takes my children to basement Friday. So I get Fridays to myself to like sleep all night, not worry about someone waking up all the things. So whatever it is in their family, but they will, you know, take the baby that wake up in the middle of the night, they will be involved. They'll wash pump parts. They will just help to be that extra set of hands whenever it's needed, right? I just, it, it just melts my heart. So the partners are showing up and helping them. So we hear and we talking, right? Giving the moms what they need. What that means is like me, I was mama bear. So when we left the hospital, my children came home. It was just me and my husband. We struggled together to figure out life. I didn't want any help because that creates, for me, would have created postpartum anxiety, possibly of someone's coming home. They're doing everything. I see that a lot. Like they'll come home, they'll have all this care for the first couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden everybody's gone and like husband's back at work, you know, all the things. So like, I wanted us to struggle on our own for me and my household. Right. So no one was like all in my space. Right. Cause I'm, I, I had, we had children later in life. So I wanted to be like, learn my child, have my husband learn what we needed, you know, what needed to happen. Right. So just figuring out what works best for your family dynamic. And I tell people all the time, I started a pump buddy system within my, within my platform where First of all, the middle of the night pump is horrible. So people can't get up. So they're meeting people because sometimes you feel alone on this journey. Like, let's talk about, especially given COVID times right now, like 
We're not going to the park all the time or feeling comfortable. You got a mask on or whatever, however you are operating. If you're outside, no mask. But like you're weary about going to people's houses, weary about going to like those huge play centers and that. So how are we meeting people? How are we finding other moms in our community? So now you can find moms for, ev- for everywhere. And some moms, like they have a whole, like I have met somebody, they got like three nannies, like all of their kids, like you meet so many people that they work for their family dynamic, right? Some people have doulas or um, postpartum doulas or people that like night nannies that come and like take care of their children while they sleep. Like everyone has a right. And I'm like, I, some people, yes, you could take it as comparison as a thief of joy. I wish I had that, but I actually can take it as like, yes, that mom is getting the care that she needs and finding out what you need for your care, what that looks like for you. Because that may not be someone washing my pump purse and messing with my milk and put my bottles together wasn't going to be. I needed to clean my parts, put the milk together, all the things for me to have lay eyes on it. That's what not what I needed. But when I needed a moment for them to take the baby, feed the baby, let me pump, those are the things that like mean the most on my journey. But whatever it is for whoever it is, first of all, we got to learn what that is, right? And as moms and like, once you become one, you don't even know how you will be until the moment your child is born. Mm. You know, and you have a right to choose and change your journey no matter what. No one can have a right to tell you how you want to operate in your family dynamic. First of all, you raised your child the way you wanted to. Give me the opportunity to raise my children the way that I want to. I get a lot of questions about families not as supportive, especially if someone's, you know, other people have plans for your journey. Can you believe that? (laughs) My journey, right? And so I get that all the time. Like, how do I talk to the family? And like, how do I get supported? Listen, your support may not always come with your immediate family. I'm just going to be honest. Everyone has in their minds what their journey is supposed to look like. Not saying to like disown your family because they don't support your pumping journey, but that's just an off-limit topic if you're not going to show up and show out how I need you to show up. You don't get to show up in my journey how you want to show up for me. I get to determine how I want you to show up and what I need for me. And that may not come always with someone that's your sister or your best friend, your journey and your dynamic may change and you may create the best relationships and the best friendships as time goes on. I'm just going to give one example. I got to give a shout out. One Pump Mama. So it's a person that's on Instagram and we are soul sisters. We met each other. I, she. So it's, if you don't know, like I'm going to talk about it because we here and we're talking. I'm one of the black lactation professionals that specialize in pumping, right? So she actually had has a platform as well that she had long before me, right? And I came in and I was I knew about her. She wrote a book and I was like so nervous. She contacted me and she was like, hello, how are you? Where are you from? Like she lives in Maryland. I'm in Virginia. We talk every single day now. We cry together. We struggle together. We work on our platforms together. Your journey just may look different. Now she's the person I talk to almost every day. When I'm bugging, she bugging me and I'm bugging her, right? Because our relationships always can have new dynamics. And like, I cannot express enough finding someone in your pumping journey that's going to be there for you, that struggles with you, that can go through some of the pains. And so, so my clients know when they get their first bag of milk, they like are so excited. They like sit me up. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 
know that they have someone that genuinely cares, not just like show up like, oh, she just, you know, wants to have a console and no, like I'm here. I'm here for my community because let me tell you, their wins are my wins because every single person that able to that are that's able to pump more effectively. That's a win for me, proving to the world that we pump with purpose. So I need them to be successful. I need more people to have better pumping journey, to have a better life for themselves, because it helps all of us to normalize pumping. I had a, someone, a follower, hit me up and she went to the doctor and on the doctor um, at the pediatrician, it said, are you nursing, pumping, formula feeding or combo feeding? And she was like, the last session, the last time she went and took her daughter um, or child on she's daughter or son, it didn't even have pumping listed. Guess what? It's listed now. Do you know the change in the dynamic that's happening across the world when we start recognizing pumping as its own specialty? Do you know? I'm sorry. I'm on my- no, no, that is amazing. I like, I want to take all these like audio bites. Like when you're talking about support and how important it is, I'm like, I want to play that for our Facebook group. I want to play it constantly on YouTube or when I'm having struggles with getting support. I just think, you know, it's, it needs to be said that, you know, it's your journey. And because we see it's all the time in our Facebook group where a mother-in-law comes in or a sister comes in and they're like, nope, do this. This is what I did. Or they just take the baby from them. And it's like, they need to have that inner voice of empowerment. And so I think everyone needs to hear that voice. I'm going to like get in a little sound bite. All the time when they pull up here, it is way more than like consults to me. Like it's way more. Yes, you get a pump and play, but you get empowerment. You get inspiration. You get encouragement. You get education. You get yourself like well beyond. I want to p- speak to people past what's in front of me. I need to speak to their soul. And it's something I'm so gifted at. I discern and read between the lines. I read faces. I read body language. And I'm like, I already know sometimes I'm like, what type of person are you? And like, they're talking and I'm like, I already know, but mm-hmm. I need to know what type of person they are because they haven't had a chance to find themselves yet. And the moment, and trust me, I tell people all the time, the pump of purpose you see right now is not who I was when I had my first son and I was struggling to nurse and crying every single day. So what you see today is not who I am and who I always was. I had to find myself. I had to find my truth. I had to find my voice and I had to find who I am. I spent 15 years in corporate America and I was telling myself like, oh my gosh, I've been what someone else wanted me to be this entire time. Mm-hmm. Pump my platform, like when brands show up and they're like trying to tell me, I'm like, no, no, this is my purpose. I can do what I want, how I want, say what I want. That's the beauty of having my own brand. So what I'm telling people in their motherhood journey is they have to find themselves and the people that love you and they're going to love you are going to love you no matter how you evolve. They're going to love you. I promise. We got to speak our truth and speak ourselves no matter what. Yes. I love that. I feel so empowered right now. I love it. This is amazing. And so kind of like jumping into, you kind of talked about a a big misconception about pumping is that people say you can't bond as well with your baby or they're not going to be as close. So what are some other misconceptions you hear that just like drive you bonkers that you like need to like get off your chest? (laughs) At that moment, it's so many. I said I was going to like start this pumping myth thing. One that boils my blood is the biggest one of all. 
the biggest one of all. It's the one that I'm going to correct every single person that says it. When people say breastfeeding and pumping, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Pumping is breastfeeding. It's the most exclusive term. It's to me, if you are saying breastfeeding, breastfeeding is nursing or pumping or have direct breastfeeding and pumping, I don't care. But please know that pumping is breastfeeding. So that's the number one thing. Pumping is exclusive breastfeeding as well. You are exclusively giving your baby breast milk, so you are exclusively breastfeeding. So that's the number one thing. Number two, like you said, people think that you're not going to bond with your baby. People think your milk does not change just because you're not directly nursing your baby. Oh, that's the one. They're like, and I have pictures of, I'm so glad I documented. I didn't document. My biggest regret was not documenting my journey, right? I didn't know I was going to have this platform later. So I didn't, I just focused on being a parent. I'm, I'm kind of glad I did. It was like, why didn't you do this sooner? I'm like, well, if I would have done it sooner, I wouldn't be the mom that I wanted to be to be able to show up on this platform how I want to show up. So I cannot regret that. But there, I did document like one time I got sick and I, sh- I had my well milk frozen and then I had my sick milk that turned completely yellow. Then I had another yellow milk of it getting better. And then I had my well milk again. So it like went through the white to the yellow to the white back again. And I'm like, our antibodies are there. You still get them regardless if you're nursing or pumping. I hate the bus, the nursing community's thoughts. Like they're like nursing is, and that's fine. The elitist nature, that's fine. If you need that to make you feel better about your nursing journey, but guess what? The nutrients don't just go away because it's pumped. They don't, I promise. I just tested my breast milk. They don't just go away. My breast milk is, pumped breast milk is off the charts. Like I'm at 36 at three years and formula is like 20. I'm almost double the caloric intake of formula, of formula. So like our milk changes throughout our journey. So I hate when people are like, oh my gosh, like it's not going to change. Or they're told that like, you know, just the, ba- the baby's not going to, you know, take the milk and, you know, yes, you got to do a little bit more storing. Yes. You got to do a little bit more things, but like people just think the biggest misconception is that it's, it is different. Pumping is different. I will always, I would never take away that from nursing. It is different, but it is viable. It is sustainable and it can be a long-term solution. So that's another misconception. People think their milk's going to just dry up at six months because they're pumping instead of nursing. Or they're like, I got to get a clog out by, pump, by nursing my baby. No, you don't. I've never had to help anybody get a clog out and I didn't do it by a pump. Like, People don't know anything about pumping. And I say that in so much love. People are like, how are you going to talk about your colleagues like that? I'm like, well, my colleagues aren't helping my community. So what, what am I supposed to say? Who am I supposed to show up for? I'm going to show up for the pumping community. I love my colleagues. Don't get me wrong. The ones that are amazing are probably not the ones on social media. It's the ones in the hospital that like want to call my phone and argue with me because I'm doing new if people want practical, I'm sorry, if people want research-based information about pumping, where are they going to find it at? nobody's really doing it. It's all based on nursing principles with like the new protocol that came out about clogged ducts and engorgement telling you to nurse your baby and don't even recognize pumping as a viable solution. How can I support anything that doesn't even recognize and see pumping? These organizations don't support pumping, don't have pumping like related research, right? Yet, I'm hoping yet. How can I support that? I am helping each and every day families make a way just by pumping. So I just want people to know that pumping is a way. Pumping is possible. Yes, it's a little bit more milk, but there's so many different hacks. Like, can we talk hacks for a moment? Like, people are like, I can do that. Yes, you can do that. You, there are hacks that 
depending on what pump you use, what bottle you're using, you can hook it up with a little converter in the middle. And like you can pump and feed at the some from the same bottle. Like there's so many different ways. If you want to try another pump, if you want to try this, do that. There's so many ways to make things hackable that can make your journey a whole lot easier. Like I hate when people are like, oh my gosh, like pumping is twice as much milk work. How is that possible? How is that possible? Because at the end of the day, let's be real. Some of these, some babies nurse one and a half to every two hours. I'm pumping every three and maybe I have to wash twice a day because I had extra parts. Like literally when you talk, we talking just time and not like that it feels like twice the work. Honestly, pumping can be less time than nursing because sometimes babies are like nursing at the breast for like 45 minutes. Like, please believe just because people aren't telling you their journey and their stories, don't mean that nursing is all that easy. No form of feeding is easy. Let me be clear with you. Pumping, nursing, formula feeding, all of it has its woes. All of it has its mom guilt involved. All Some nursing moms are like, oh my gosh, somebody else can feed your baby. Pumping moms are like, oh my gosh, I really want to nurse. Formula moms like, you know, having the guilt because they have to feed formula. Like, do whatever works best for you and walk into that season because in a minute, my children eat some off the floor right now. Like, Mm-hmm. I take away that like we want to feed our baby how we want to feed our baby and we should because the beginning of life and uh, versus a four-year-old like doing something on the floor is different. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that we all end up in the same place after all this is over. I promise you. Nobody's going to be, I mean, people may ask. They've been nosy though. But like when your kid is like 16, not, nobody's at the football games or the basketball games or the baseball games or hockey or lacrosse or whatever. How did you feed Timmy over there? Who's asking that? Nobody. Like, why we got to make such a big deal now to not support families in our journey? Whatever that looks like. Whatever. Yeah. So I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah. No, I love it. I think, again, it's it's something that women need to hear, though, to know that it's okay whatever journey they choose. And let's just support other moms whatever journey they choose. So, yeah, it cannot be it cannot be said enough. Before we, I mean, I feel like I could talk to you forever. You, you have so much amazing information, but I know time is limited as well. But I want to just ask, like, where can people get all your resources? I know you help people worldwide, so people can come to you. So where can people connect with you, find your resources and all that good stuff? My my website is with purpose.com. That's my website. Wherever and everything about Pump with Purpose is found in my Linktree link. Um, so it's at the bottom of my website on any of my social media platforms, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of my website is my Linktree link. And so it's hard to say the address, but it's the Linktree link that's found in all of my social media platforms. That's all things Pump with Purpose. So it has, I have 40 plus discount codes. I've, I partnered with well over 40 brands to bring discounts to us because pumping, let's be real, it's a device. Pumping has to have products associated with it. It's the one misconception. I think people think that like, they not going to have to buy something. So please understand if you pull it up at Pump with Purpose, unless you've like, so I have some people like they tried like all the things, they spend hundreds of dollars just change products. So they mostly have a lot of the products, right? I've meet some people, but most of the time you're going to get a list of products, right? Mm-hmm. And why not save some money on things we have to buy anyway? So it has that, it has all of my social media channels, all, all of them, I think just about, um, it has my, you know, all of my resources on booking a session with me. All of my stuff is HIPAA compliant. So when people get frustrated with me, right, I think the biggest thing is like, you always tell us to book a session. I'm like, listen, y'all, because 
I have to be HIPAA compliant. You cannot send me nipple pictures. You cannot ask me for personalized care because I have to be compliant with HIPAA. Most lactation professionals that are, you know, do the right thing and be compliant, right? We have to have you to sign consent forms to care, consent forms to telehealth. Um, so all of my platform is all secure. Everything is within a client portal. So my clients club, they book a session. Everything is online. All of my availability is there. I like because I'm so busy with all the other things, like I have to scale. And so I have to like, they can book there, they get accepted, all of their paperwork comes in them, they fill it out. And then we they show up for their session. At the end of every session, the care plan comes, comes to them. And then we go from there. But all of my pricing is there, everything. I'm so transparent. Like when people pull up, like I get it, it is an investment, right? But I tell people it's the best investment they'll ever make in their journey. Give me 30 minutes. I tell people all the time, Give me 30 minutes and it'll be the best 30 minutes you spent in your life. Some people pull up and they need to trust me. Like I said, so they'll do 15 and they're like, oh crap, she actually knows what she's talking about. Then they will go on it. I don't care. I'd rather for you to book 15 minutes if budgetary concerns and get some care than get no care at all. So I have no judgment whatsoever. I don't care what people do. I will throw, I talk fast. I'm, I know I do. So I can get a lot of, people like, we really just covered all that in 30 minutes. Yes, you did. And uh, a couple questions can be asked because I am so pointed. I know exactly there's not because I've been pumping four years almost combined between both of my journeys. There's nothing I haven't probably already experienced or been through myself. So I'm people pulling up. I'm like, you're using this pump. Is You're not emptying well, right? You always feel like milk is left, right? Yeah, you're right. It's hurting your nipples, right? I literally know because I know every single pump that's mainly used on the market. So my resources are all in my link tree link or visiting my website, www.pumpwithpurpose.com. I have well over 200 products in my inventory and I give them all to you, right? So if you subscribe to the bottom of my of the bottom of my website, you subscribe, you get my free link tree link download that has all 200. I got to add to it. Trust me, I got more products that I haven't had a chance to, but the products as of right now is about 220 that's in there. I try to update it in the, every year. I try to do every six months. Doesn't always happen. But I give you all the products. You don't need all 200 products. It's because some people, I realize they may not. Some people like to do things themselves, right? And I'd rather for you to like see all the things, right? And, and if you really want to search through 200 plus things, then you can. But if people pull up, they usually get a list of maybe no more than five to 15 things at the most. And 15 is on the high end, like straight from prenatal because you need a pump, you need the flange, you need, you know, you need all the things, right? But most people maybe eight or less, right? That's all they need. And they go on to pump well over a year. And let me tell you, I got to say this and we, I know I'm seeing way more people pumping past age one. I'm doing way more consoles. And can I give the kudos? Because until people saw people like me that have come out out of the closet, as you can say, and said, I've pumped past the year. It is normalizing that we can pump as long as we want to. We do not have to be held to just because that clock strikes one and age one for our child, then all of a sudden we got to be done with pumping. If you want to be done, then that's fine, but you don't have to be. You don't have to be. And after age one, the amount of milk intake goes down. So people are less stressed about trying to make 100% of their intake. Children start eating solids and more table foods. So you're less stressed about intake and then you find your sweet spot. So I got to throw it out there to the people that don't have to stop pumping just because of that. I help people to do whatever they want on their journey. I'm not 100% successful with every single person that pulls up, but every single person that pulls up gets the answers that they deserve. That's for sure. Because there is a such thing as lower milk supply. 
that is real. There are underlying conditions that exist. I'm not going to pretend and say that 100% of the clients pull up with here got freezers full of milk, but they get the answers that they deserve. They get, we bring their doctor in when needed to do the blood work, to find out what's going on. If something else is underlying, the reason they're like, what are the underlying conditions? I don't tell them. And not to be like, oh, I need to be secret, but that's because I have people pulling up each and every day with the same underlying conditions that people told them that they were never going to produce milk on and they're making 35 ounces a day. So make it make sense for me. I can't just throw it out there because people, if they hear that word and like, I got that issue. Oh, that's why I don't make any milk. No, most likely it's because you're not using the right pump, right franchise, right pump providers and right schedule. Yes, the underlying condition, but if it's well managed by the doctor, we don't even see an issue. Mm-hmm. Just make sure people have the complete, accurate care that they deserve to get the journey that they want. It's what they find on my platform. Um, but you can find me at Pump With Purpose on every single platform that I'm on. I am there. I accept DMs. I don't ignore DMs. I don't ignore messages. Every single message gets responded to. Every single DM gets responded to. Because I'm like, why did I create a community to ignore, ignore everybody? Why did I create a community to like have every single person asking a question and like having my community answering it with their personalized like thing? Like, no, most of the time my community is quiet because they know I'm going to answer it for them in the correct way. I have to control my messaging to make sure people are getting accurate advice, accurate advice. That's the key for me. Everything has to be accurate, personalized in cases where it's like, there's something strict, but if it's something easy, I'm just going to answer you. Cause I'd rather for you to ask me than go ask someone else. And it like completely messes up your journey. So I am very, very nice. I'm very, I am, um, I talk much better than I write. And that's why I always tell people, they're like, we want to write a blog and I have a blog and I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll get back to that. But I'm much better at talking because you can hear my voice. You can hear the sincerity. Like people know that I'm not I'm no nonsense, but I'm all about it in love. Like if people don't want to do a schedule that I recommend, people don't want to buy any of my rent, I don't care. But at least you know, and you can make an informed decision that you chose not to do something, then never have the information in the first place. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah, totally. Because I think it just helps having it come to you. And then you have the option again to choose like if if this is the direction you want to go. And I thought of another quick question of your time really quick, but do you also post like pump pump reviews? I know you said they're very individual to your body and what you want, but like if you're new, how do you know what you want? Oh my God. I have every single product. Like I have well over 300 plus you. So Instagram is my main platform. There's no secret. um, I think today I have well over 40,000 followers. So that's my main platform, but everything else gets parsed out from there. So all the other stuff, yes, I repurpose content. There's no secret there. YouTube is the best place to find everything more education-based. You know, Instagram is kind of more quick stuff now, and I'm trying to like adhere to that, you know, trying to, but I'm an educator by nature. So all of my pump reviews, I got two over here that I have not done yet, but all the other like 50 plus pump reviews are on my YouTube channel. I have a breast pump playlist that you can literally look and figure out. Like some people want to like, people tell me, oh, thank you so much for all your reviews. It helped me to narrow down all of my reviews for my pumps come with how to assemble, how to operate, and my initial thoughts on the pump, right? All my reviews come with those three things. I assemble them. I talk through how it works, like just general basis, like how it works, let down button here, do this, do that. And then I give my initial thoughts on every single review. So that is the best place to find all things. Even my pumping products, more just like massages and bras and all the other things are there as well. My reviews are there. I need to get back to my reviews, but yes, I do have reviews on everything that I have 
in my possession. I have some more that I need to do. It's on my list. Um, and things finally slow down. But yes, all the main stuff that you know you will see, I do have a review on it. And it's the best place to find it is on my YouTube channel. And that's Pump with Awesome. I will be watching those. I'm, I'm pregnant right now. So I'm like, I started looking <laughs> all this time. It did not tell me you were expecting. Congrats. <laughs> Thank Congrats. you. How far along? I'm 18 weeks. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what you have? No, we're not going to find out. We're going to have it be a surprise. Surprise is amazing. Congratulations. Congrats. Is this your first? Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I'm going back. I'm soaking in all the previous episodes we've done, but then also like now I'm asking like all the, because I started looking at pumps and I was like, I don't even know where to start. So do you have any, I mean, you don't have to tell me all this, but start with your insurance options first. I will say that if you have insurance, get those options, figure out what they are first, and then that'll help you narrow down the list. And then you can go and search for them and figure out But yes, all of my pump reviews are there. So congratulations. Thank you. I will be definitely checking that out. Yeah, this is awesome. And so we said, yeah, pump with purpose. Any last tips you want to share? I always like to ask our moms, actually, if you could have one billboard made today where you could share one tip with moms everywhere, what would you have it say? Man, come on. You get me with the, the ringer right now. It could be something you already said, too, if you want. Uh, I know you've said so many amazing things. I know. Um, I don't know. I I literally... I don't know. I, I don't I just want, I don't know, because there's, it would be so many different tips for like every person that pulls up. I, I just think the biggest thing, one of the things that I saw in here was like one of the biggest misconceptions. And I think the biggest thing is this like, that it's supposed to be, that people think it's supposed to be easy. Right. And I just want people to know it's okay. Like, so take, this is what it is. Cause I'm about to say it, take the S off our chest. That's it. That's it. Take the S off our chest. And let me tell you why. I was a perfectionist by nature. I try to do everything myself. I still do sometimes. But now my husband's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I done found myself and you gonna help. And I say what I want and I say what I need. And you, you know, like it's less confusion, less bottling things in. So if we take that S off our chest and like literally figure out what we want, what we need, what we want to do with ourselves, like I think it would just be the beginning of everything. Like if you, if whatever that looks like, just take the S off our chest. Like we need help. We need people on our journey. We need a care team, right? Like I'm even saying that to myself now. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting older and I need to be doing this more and I need to be, things are slowing down. And I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, focus back on me. And like, I just feel like we all just need to like take the S off our chest. We can't do it all. We can't be it all for everyone. But like, if we do what's in front of us with what we have a balanced like life, like as working moms, as stay-at-home moms, we just got to be where we are in that moment in time and like just absorb it, absorb it, just figure out what that looks like. But yeah, it's not really, because half the, let me tell you, half the things we do when it comes to pumping got nothing to do with pumping, mm-hmm. all right? Got the right tools, all the things, right? But the rest of the way is us. It's, mm-hmm. us. it's not the pump. It's not, I promise you. Is you getting the confidence that this milk is going to come out of these breasts and it's going to happen for me, right? It's the confidence that that it brings 
Yes, it's the scaredness of like, I see this milk and everyone's people get self-conscious. Like people think that like, they're going to just like pull up to the pump the first time and like five ounces are going to drop out on each side. No, that don't happen. I'm just going to be honest with you. So it's like giving, trusting yourself and trusting the process. It's like, it's going to take time to build. It's going to happen. I promise. Like I tell all my prenatal clients, like you're not going to just pull up to the pump and like milk is going to flow out. It just doesn't happen like that. So just taking it all in and whatever our journey looks like accepting it because it's our journey if that makes sense Mm -hmm. totally Uh, oh yes I love it awesome well thank you so much for coming on it was so nice meeting you and definitely be checking all your stuff and I just want to say like like I said I want to use all these like audio clips and just blast it because I think so many women new moms you know, expert moms, anyone in between needs to hear these messages of empowerment. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening and hanging out with me during this. I'm going to call it semi-final episode before the rebrand and make sure you're following Dr. Diana Dixon with at pump with purpose on Instagram. Her posts are so educational You will feel empowered in your pumping journey. It's, yeah, it's just amazing to um, talk with someone like her because I hung up and I was like, I can do this. I can do this. You know, there's, there's a lot of fear or anxiety that goes into it for sure. So definitely check her out. But I, again, I'm just, I'm so excited and I'm so grateful to everyone that listens and just our community here. You know, when I started at Mommy Knows Best four and a half years ago, I never saw it going this way. And just because of, we saw there was a need for it. We saw there was a need for empowering the community, a safe space to communicate and share your thoughts and concerns and cover topics that maybe aren't always covered. And so I don't want to end this and I don't want to stop leaving an impact or empowering other women and moms out there. And so I'm excited for the things to come. The pause is a little scary, but I assure you, we're going to have so much great content coming out for you guys, whether you follow us on Mommy Knows Best, Levy Mom, or if you want those important show updates, follow me at Hey Soul Krista, and you'll get a little more of my personality, my personal journey, and then updates to when this podcast is going to be rebranded a little bit. And I hope I hear from you guys. So if you're if you're just an avid listener here, come check us out on Instagram, our Facebook group, Peanut Pods. There's so many places you can catch us. And I'm just so grateful to all of you guys. But again, it's not a goodbye. It's a see you later. I'm just so grateful and I'm excited. There's a lot of changes coming and it can be scary. But I want to encourage you, if you are going through a change yourself right now, or there's something changing in your life, let's see the positives of change. I think it kind of forces us sometimes to think outside the box. And I think we get kind of stuck in the box sometimes of like, this is it. I'm going to do this every day. This is, you know, what's normal for me. And we get scared to kind of step outside that box. So sometimes when changes are pushed on us, It forces us to think outside the box and see our full potential. And so for that, I'm very excited. And I hope that encourages you if you're going through some kind of change right now too. look at it as a challenge, look at it as an extension of you. So maybe we can all do that a little bit. 
All right, guys, that's my spiel. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. And I hope I see you on one of the other amazing platforms and I will update you when this starts all over again. All right, guys, have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mom Talks with Krista podcast. For more information about this show, past shows, or to check out our YouTube channel, please see our show notes. If you loved the show, please share it with your mom tribe. The bigger, the better. Thanks for listening and have a great day.